0: Welcome to the Valley Biz Buzz podcast, brought to you by the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce. I'm Diana Williams, the Chief Executive Officer and the creator and producer of Valley Biz Buzz. Please welcome Season 2 Valley Biz Buzz show host, Jen Spada. Hey, Chamber members and extended Chamber community. Welcome to another episode of Valley Biz Buzz. I am your host, Jen, and I work with one of our premier businesses in the greater West Valley. It is a beverage company called Boho Brands, which features an enriched mineral water you may have seen in one of our local grocers called BLK. We are in season two. This is episode four, and today's guest is Craig Pollock. I am so thrilled to have Craig today because he is so well-versed in IT and business. He is, and and I know so little about this world and I think a lot of us do. Um, He's a founder and CEO of FBA Technology Services Incorporated and he has created one of the most preeminent IT service providers in the greater Los Angeles area with over 30 years of technology and business experience He is one of the area's leading authorities on how small to mid-sized businesses can leverage and secure their technology most effectively to achieve their business objectives. In delivering technical solutions, Craig is a thought leader. With his vast knowledge of application development background, he has been creating models of security long before it was fashionable. Craig is married. He has three children, and when he's not working on business or his personal development, he enjoys spending his free time with his family, as well as playing the guitar, which you'll see on the back wall, and tennis, chess, and wakeboarding. I mean, how do you have time for all this? Welcome, Craig. We are so happy to have you today on Valley Biz Buzz.
1: Thanks so much for the intro, Jan. That was awesome. I, I'll, hopefully, I'll live up to all that you said there.
0: Well, we're going to find out.
1: Okay, (laughs) here we go.
0: So I'm going to dive in. Um, The West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce has recognized and awarded FPA technology with the Community Choice Award in part for providing ergonomic workspace. And from what Diana has told me, you really offer a great place to work and that you care about your team. So how important is team morale to productivity at a very busy environment such as yours?
1: Well, I think it's it's huge and it's the foundation of our success is, you know, one of our one of our core values, if not the most important core value we have is take care of our staff. I think it could be recognized in the quality of the people that we have and the retention of the people that we have. But more importantly, just my vision and what I want for the company is I want to be around people that I enjoy and I want to be I want people to be around people that they enjoy. I think it's huge to be able to set up how we work and who we work with so that, you know, at the end of the day, we spend so much time doing this. We, we, we spend more time working than literally we spend with our family. To create an environment that is, is really a positive experience is, to me, the foundation of, of a quality organization.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. And businesses are really having to up their game what they're providing to their employees and and providing an environment in which they they feel good and the and, and the morale is good because you know the old school days you know it it wasn't always like that so that actually leads me into, um, you know, we've had a completely different work environment for the last, what, year and a couple months. So that leads me into the remote environment. And I actually have a two-part question for you. Part one is tell us about your experience, experience in managing the remote workforce. And part two is we hear that you share many business-growing ideas with your podcast uh, called Business Before Technology. Which I think is really smart, and um, you have many articles uh, published, all offering your expertise. But specifically regarding the secure technology, what do you advise your clients regarding remote workspaces with cybersecurity as the focus?
1: Yeah, so so let me unpack that because there's a couple of right there's a couple questions there. So first off, the work from home environment is is completely different, right? And, and forgetting about the practicality of actually performing and doing your work, but the interaction with team members and the interaction with clients. And um, certainly when this all started back in March, it was a huge push. Literally, uh, we, we do a lot of work. A lot of our clients are professional service firms. So a lot of investment advisors, CPAs, attorneys, investment companies, investment agencies, I'm sorry, insurance agencies um so a lot of them were able and wanting to move to work from home when this all happened so literally the second half of march 2020 we moved a good 1200 to 1500 users to work from in the office yeah to work from home within two or three weeks so luckily we we took the week before it was mandated to start moving to work from home because we saw the writing on the wall and knew this is where it was going to go so we were already working from home at least a week or two although many of us are able to work from home and had work from home you know on an off and on sort of basis but we really went full-time hardcore uh, when that all happened so the thing is is there's two aspects to this, right? There's, again, the technical, can I just do my work? And then there's sort of the emotional, how does it feel? And how do I stay connected? And how do we work together as a team when everybody's disparate? And so that was a big, a big push on our side, both uh, from the tools that we used and and probably the primary one would be Microsoft Teams and how uh, literally we're on calls, we're on Teams calls and video chat constantly you know, within the first month, I think one of my guys said to me, I think I see you more now that we're virtual than we did when we were in the office and sat next to each other, right? Just because we really, we really um, embraced this technology and really pushed our clients to embrace it as well. But then second to that is the cultural aspect. And and what do we do to make sure that, you know, that the human relationships continue and, and even develop. And so, I think we we went out of our way to try to do more things. Uh, we, we allowed and, and actually pushed a lot of our staff to come in um, and take, because we had um, sit stand desks at the office. And so anybody who wanted their sit stand desk could could grab it and bring it home. And so, you know, what other sort of ergonomic things could we do for our staff? And so there was a lot of a lot of that sort of, how can we make their work areas from home? And some of them were, Hey, I really don't have the computing power. Okay. Let's get you, you know, a computer or a laptop so you can function and multiple monitors and what have you so that you can function just as well, if not better from home, um, from a cultural standpoint, we did a lot of meetups and a lot of, you know, virtual zoom meetings and not just meetings, but. We would do events. We had somebody who's from the magic castle who did magic virtually um, on one meetup. You know, once a month or so we'd have a meetup with our staff. We had a crazy hat day. We'd order lunch and have everybody get lunch. And, you know, we'd sit at our desks virtually eating lunch together. So I think there was a lot of proactive sort of intentionality to working on the culture because the culture is huge to us. Again, this is this is one of the unique differences about our company. And I think, again, it goes back to the tenure and, and the quality of people that we have is not just fighting this new paradigm, but how can we embrace it? You know, and that, that was a big part for us.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And, and I actually feel like I work for you because um, <laughs> when I was first introduced to Teams, I was terrified. I
1: was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh,
0: this? And Teams has been everything for us. One of the first things people, people I know ask and, and the employees at, at our office, and I know your employees say this more than the work. I'm happy here. I feel appreciated here. I feel bring my best talents and they're going to give me tools. I need to be successful And it. And everything Diana said, I, I, I now get after, after you explain that. And um, I'm going to skip forward to our chamber has so many talented people in it and you're yet another member who has written a book. They say everybody has a book in them, but I don't have a book in me. <laughs> so I'm really excited to hear about your book. You wrote a book called On Thin Ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about your book. And for sure, the light bulb moment when you were like, hey, I'm going to write this book. And this is why I want to write it. And this is why I think people need it.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, definitely, it was, it was one of those things that was, in me to some degree you know i feel like oftentimes in my role within the company is and, and with our clients is is around education and, and sharing the knowledge that we have in the day-to-day of what we do and, and oftentimes that's e- explaining things using anecdotes or other sort of mechanisms to be able to talk about something that's you know fairly technical in a non-technical way so we can get the point across um, and that's where education, I think, is, is, is hugely important, and especially around cybersecurity. Because cybersecurity is just this black hole of, I have no idea what it is, but I know why I, I need to be secure. So what does that look like? And I don't know how many times I get phone calls from people with questions about cybersecurity, and it's oftentimes almost preconceived with, i don't want to say an incorrect sort of approach but oftentimes it's hey i want you know i want this can you guys sell this to me and sure we can so let's step back a second so i understand what you're trying to accomplish so oftentimes people come to me and say for instance hey i want to get a sim tool and a sim tool means um security incident event monitoring so basically it's monitoring your system for hackers so So the question then becomes, well, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, I want to make sure that we don't get hacked. Okay. Again, coming back to the analogies, selling you a monitoring tool is sort of like selling you a home alarm system, right? And it's going to set off an alarm if something happens. Now, that's great. But if you keep all your doors unlocked and everybody has keys to your house, selling you an alarm system is sort of meaningless. I'd rather work with you to make sure you're better protected and, you know, you're spending your money wisely as opposed to, yeah, I could send that, sell that to you. But at the end of the day, that's not really going to add more security to your systems if you don't have these other things in place first, right? So let's make sure your doors are locked. Let's make sure your windows are shut. And then we can talk about a security system. So I think, you know, the book coming full circle to your question, the, the book was sort of how can I coalesce a lot of this stuff and really explain that cybersecurity is, is not a one and done thing? There's a lot of failure points. So how do we go about explaining what the failure points are and what the value system is? And how can you go about chipping away at these things to increase your security rather than just saying, hey, I just need to lock everything down. How do I do it? Oh, my God, that's so expensive. I can't do it, right? It's like, well, this is, this is more of a journey than you know, the end result. Let's, let's work towards getting there. And so the book was, how can I help people get to that place in in as easy a fashion as possible?
0: That is so awesome. I love your your, your take on it. It's like a standing long-term relationship with your client. It's not just a one-stop, quick Mm -hmm. quick fix. Let's um, put something on your computer, and then you're gone. It's a whole relationship where you have to understand their business, and then have to understand, you know, how to protect them. I love that you are part of the whole journey. I told you before the show that I am. My IT department does not like me. (laughs) I call them for everything, and they, they just like you. you I just, it's it's my brain doesn't work like that, so. I think it's very common, you know, and mm-hmm. I know that there are so many common mistakes made with IT and security specifically. So I'm hoping that you could spend a few minutes describing um, to people such as myself uh, ways to avoid and precautions to take to avoid common mistakes.
1: Yeah, certainly I could, I could lay out a couple of them. Um, <laughs> honestly, there are so many. Um, I do. But <laughs> yeah no 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 we'll start with we'll start with the easy ones which is um you know obviously have pretty strong passwords that's really easy to do so passwords meaning something that has both upper and lowercase numbers even symbols right the at symbol or exclamation point things like that things that aren't easy to for people to guess at so that's number one number two i would say is use a password management system. So if, if you use something like LastPass or Dashlane, um, it, it just allows you to use more complex passwords because you don't have to remember them. And it's just, it's great. It, it, they integrate in with you know your browser, they integrate in with your cell phone. So literally you only have to remember one password, the one to log into your system. Um, I, I swear by it, it's, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, third third thing i'd say is just just be really afraid of clicking on things be really you know overly paranoid if if you don't know don't click on it that that's the easiest thing i mean there's you know we can go into training we can go into all these other sorts of things but if you have any semblance you know if you, if you get an email from a prince in nairobi it's it's wanting to give you something for a million dollars it's it's probably not a real thing um but that's 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 just my perception
0: Yeah. Darn it! I thought it was for real.
1: You you are almost (laughs) ready to retire. Fly (laughs)
0: out.
1: Yeah, no question. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Thank you you for those
0: tips. Great news! I do all three of those. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And I know Craig that this is probably hard for you because you could spend the entire day talking uh, talking to us about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as we wrap up. Would you please, uh, there's so many things you do that are helpful for um, those of us that, you know, I'm, you help every level. You help the person such as myself who really kind of knows nothing and, you know, uh, up the ladder. So, um, you know, you write articles, you have blogs, you have uh, podcasts, you have all of these amazing things. Uh, you have the book. So um, would you please let us know how we can get your book, how we can hire you, and how we can catch your talks and blogs and podcasts.
1: Sure. I, I would say the easiest thing is is just going to our website, fpainc.com. All our blogs, podcasts, everything's off of that. You know, we are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, the book's on Amazon, so amazon.com. But yeah, I mean, check out our website. And uh, yeah, I'd love to, even even if there's just a question, whether or not it's, I really believe in giving back and helping people out. So I'm not adverse to talking to people when there's not even an opportunity of, of us working together, other than maybe I can help you. So I'm, I'm totally open to that. And I love helping people. So I'm more than happy to field any calls if anybody has any questions.
0: That's so kind of you to offer your services. And yet again, we have these outstanding chamber members, such as yourself, who, who offer their expertise or, or helpful tips um, just in general. And then, you know, it, we use people we know, like, and trust. And, and it, now I'm like, well, I'm going to call Craig or I'm going to refer Craig. He knows what he's doing. Thank you so much. Uh, again, I know that we could talk all day about this, Um, but thank you for this informative chat. And thank you so much to Diana, the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce for offering the members opportunities such as this, such as being on Valley Biz Buzz. Um, And this video will be available on the Chamber of Commerce YouTube. And of course, our Valley Biz Buzz podcast. Thank you, everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Craig. We want to hear you play guitar next time. We want to see videos of you wakeboarding. (laughs) uh thanks everybody keep on buzzing thank you bye-bye
1: bye